Welcome to AC23, the podcast and radio show for the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge. I'm your host, Dion Guillory. My producer is Jeremy Porcine. And if you've missed any of our previous episodes, you can listen to past interviews on Apple Podcasts. Just click subscribe. And while you're there, give us five stars. Hurricane Ida. Storm really hit our state and we are right now in recovery mode. That is why today we are talking about creative relief. Creative Relief is an emergency preparedness and response program which addresses both community need through an artistic lens and resources to artists and arts organizations. Creative Relief is particularly designed to prepare the arts and culture sector to respond to and recover from a wide range of disasters. I'm joined now by Renee Chatelaine, Executive Director of the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge. Renee, thanks for joining us. Nice to be here. <laughs> uh, I know you're uh, listening to the show regularly, and um, this topic is so important, and it, especially right now for uh, what we're going through and so many of our friends, family, and neighbors, what, what, what we're dealing with right now. Uh, the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge is in response mode uh, after Hurricane Ida. What do you want people listening to know about this stage of creative relief? So Creative Relief um, is a program, as you said, that addresses emergencies, whether they're natural disasters, um, infectious disease. We know we're still in uh, the throes of COVID and also um, man-made complex disasters. So um, we just want to be there for our community in those times. And we know that art heals. Um, Art is a great resource. Uh, It can provide education and um, allow people to emote. But also for our artists and our art sector, we know that maintaining our cultural vibrance is key in our recovery when we get to that stage. Mm -hmm. And so responding to our artists and arts organizations not only helps them, which we hold dear, um, but also helps the community at large recover and get back to where it was prior to whatever the emergency is. Right. Um, And so, yeah, so we're responding right now to what um, immediate response, right, to Hurricane Ida. And we will be continuing in that in that mode for a while and then on to the recovery phase as well. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, if you if you don't mind, kind of like point out those phases, because you mentioned, you know, we are in response phase and then after that is recovery kind of point point those out a little bit. Sure. So, you know, I'll give you these. These are not something that the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge made up, but this is just general planning um, that we've learned from FEMA, from um, most of the emergency organizations, partners, and and, uh, governmental arms um, who help in these situations. And there's planning, uh, there's response, there's recovery, and then mitigation. Mm -hmm. What, What did we learn and how can we do better so that the next time this comes, we will be even better prepared. And that cycle begins again. Um, I think right now what people really want to know is what are the, you know, rather than the deep dive into what creative relief is, what services are available right now, right? Right. Because we have a lot of people without power. We have um, some people who have had property damage and and also have been uh, displaced for whatever reason. And so we want to make sure that, Everybody listening knows the variety of resources that we can provide in this response section. And um, certainly starting with our website, artsbr.org, if you go to Creative Relief, 
you can see, um, and you go to natural disasters, you will see the myriad of resources that we update really multiple times a day. Several times a day, yes. To um, make sure that you have that. There are lots of people without power, so we're hoping that this radio program can reach people who, um, if you don't have electricity, maybe you're listening on your radio, Mm -hmm. uh, or maybe you can go to a spot where you have Wi-Fi and you can listen to this podcast and you can get that information as well. Um, you can always call the Arts Council as well. We've we've had uh, a, a good degree of success in just reaching out the old-fashioned way yeah. by telephone. And so please call us at 225-344-8558 um, if you have any questions. Um, I would say if you've got questions that are of an emergency nature or urgent nature, not, not 911. Certainly if you have an emergency, call 911. But if you have questions like where where's a water supply or um, how can I get clothing if I'm displaced, then there is a number 211. It's mm-hmm. run by Capital Area United Way, and it can provide you with those immediate uh, answers and connections to resources. And so um, we're happy to help. You know, if you want to call the Arts Council, we certainly are happy to help you. But that 211 number is a really great resource and uh, it can guide people to what they actually need at the moment. Yeah, making those connections to what people are in need with at that particular time. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. And um, and you know, we also know that in the in the first week of any disaster, that safety, food, and shelter are key. Um, and so, if those of you who are in need of those things. Like I said, 211 is a great thing. Also, if you go to Red Stick Ready, the mayor has a really mm-hmm. great resource um, available um, under the Mayor's Office of Homeland Security and Emergency Planning. The governor also, if you're outside of the of the parish of East Baton Rouge, um, you can contact GOSEP, which is the Governor's Office of Homeland Security and Emergency Preparedness. They can also hook you up to resources. Um so the Arts Council can can do the same, but then in the next week or so, as people get settled in to wherever they are, either temporarily or permanently, then there's an assessment of, um, is my workshop damaged? Is my right. is my art studio damaged? Can I, can I still play the gig that I got booked for? Um, what are those situations? That's when Creative Relief can really also be very helpful. And we have a lot of resources there. Um, I think also we will be looking at if you are a visual artist or a craft artist, we're going to be having a webinar next Wednesday by Surf Plus. That's C-E-R-F Plus. Surf Plus helps craft and visual artists with um, rebuilding their studios and supplies. They have funding and grants that are easily obtainable, but sometimes navigating through that might be hard. So they're going to do a how-to mm-hmm. on both their funding and their supplies and equipment. Um, and that webinar will be next Wednesday at noon. But we're also going to post it. We're going to record it and then post it on the Creative Re- Relief website should you, you know, two weeks or three weeks from now. Still need it. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. And so um, look for that for sure. And um and then look for the same type of information going to live performance organizations and individual artists once we obtain that from our national partners. Yeah, there's a lot of information, very important information um, that's being gathered and um, put out there for those who do need it. And one thing, you know, 
we in South Louisiana, we're we've grown up with these storms and we all know that um, no storm is the same. And we see the damage with Hurricane Ida. And like you mentioned, so many people still without power right now. Um, Add to that. We are still in this fourth surge of covid. Um, How has that added to the challenges for responding to to this? I think that what is most striking and and urgent as as I listen to um, the other nonprofit partners and funders across the state is that the hospitals were already overflowing. Um, it was very hard. Um, they had they had dropped all elective surgeries. Mm-hmm. Um, there were no beds. And now we find that in the area hardest hit uh, down in, uh, I think, Lafouche, Terrebonne, in those parishes, that we had uh, four hospitals out of five in the area closed because of lack of a water supply. And so all of those patients had to be relocated. That means families associated with those patients then had to relocate if it was possible for them. And um, we had this COVID Situation. So, um, will we see a spike in the spread of the Delta variant? I'm not sure, but I would say I'm going to take this opportunity to say if you have not gotten vaccinated yet, please get vaccinated because this is a way that we can navigate through shelters and in areas where we have to have lots of people in place and we're not spreading any variant of COVID as we do that because. If you don't have a house, you have to go somewhere where there's a shelter. Right. You know, um, definitely we know in our staff that we wear masks everywhere we go. Um, and we just hope that people are considering their own safety, the safety of the people they love, and um, also our community as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Creative Relief was started after the 2016 flood. Um, what are some lessons learned during that time that will help with responding uh, to Hurricane Ida? I think I think one of the greatest lessons we learned with Creative Relief was that planning is key, mm-hmm. um, that partnerships with other community organizations who do a particular, particular thing very well um, are people who should do that thing very well, and there's no reason to reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. What's really great is creating that network so that if we know somebody uh, has to to um, put their pet in one place because they're displaced, you know, what what's the connection to shelters for animals where their animal who they love will be cared for? If you are uh, someone who has uh, a medicine regime and now you find yourself because of flooding or damage to be without that medicine, how do we connect you? You know, so it's it's a lot about community and partnerships and connectivity. Secondly, um, psychosocial needs are very important as well. And so safety, food, and shelter, definitely. But right behind there is um, what is a routine that you can possibly keep in place while you're in shelters or you're living with relatives, yeah. you know. Um, what, what Doing a check of your mental health and arts can play a role in that as well. We have some programs for that. And then, um, you know, because of hurricane season falling pretty much when school begins, mm-hmm. 
and the 2016 flood was just such a case, we knew that learning loss was potentially a great harm. And then if you've got a pre-K or kindergartner or first grader and they miss their first months of school, whether it's 30 days or 60 days even, um, that, that could change the course of your life. Because it is so, so important to get those skills and not fall behind, um, especially in those emerging educational ages. And so we work really hard with our school systems to bring in arts education or, you know, looking at the curriculum they need, but doing it in an artistic way or a creative way that may not be traditional. And we're great at that with as artists. Um, Then we can help to lessen the learning gap that may occur because of that. And so we're in touch right now with the schools throughout our 11 parishes Mm -hmm. to make sure that we can assist those school districts in the event that they are seeing there's going to be significant learning loss. Um, I do want to say one more thing, too, is talking about resources, because in the 2016 flood, we really, really um, learned the lesson about how can you be connected to immediate resources Um, you know, people don't necessarily want to do an arts project if they're trying to find gas. Right. That's All the right? last thing but, on their mind. Exactly. It will come. But what we can do is if our artists call us and say, I don't know what to do and I don't know where to find gas. We found um, through the Baton Rouge Area Chamber, which is a great responsive organization to emergencies, and we partner with them a lot. There's an app called Gas Buddy. Mm-hmm. And if you uh, can upload Gas Buddy, it will tell you where the gas stations are that currently have gas in real time and where they are near you so you don't waste a lot of resources. Um, and you can also, if, when you do download the app, because I, I have it, um, when you, if you do go check out a gas station, you can also update it for the next person so we can keep that communication going. Yeah, it's really, really great. It's like it, it, I guess it's like some of the other directional apps where the people using the app really can contribute. So yeah. you're getting like ways, ways, yeah. perfect. Mm-hmm. So you're you're getting that sort of real time deal. So I think that's that's really key. Um, and you know, know that if you're an artist and that's how you make your livelihood, that we are still trying to push forward uh, some normal activities in yes. life. Um, but it has a dual purpose. So like this weekend, the Baton Rouge Arts Market mm-hmm. um, is going to have its arts market, which uh, I think that's September 3rd, if I'm not mistaken, or 4th. What's the Saturday? Uh, the, the 4th. Yes, the it's fourth. the 4th. Okay. So September, Every, all the days are just running together right yeah, now. <laughs> exactly. So September 4th, we will have our arts market. Um, and as you know, it's it's adjacent to the Baton Rouge Farmer's Market Mm -hmm. on Main Street. And so with some of the grocery stores not being able to restock or have, you know, fresh vegetables and meats um, and dairy products, you can find that at the Farmer's Market. And also you can see some of the artists um, continue with their livelihood and you may find some cereal bowls you know if you've lost those or you you need something you may find something uh that you need or that makes you feel great when you're at the arts market as well yeah and is that is that normalcy or that sense of normalcy that helps deal with what we're dealing with right now absolutely because just like we learned in the 2016 uh emergency that flood Having a routine, having some mm-hmm. normalcy can help your your mental health 
so much, even if you can only do it for a little while or, you know, just knowing that those resources are out there makes a lot of difference. Yeah. And, and, and also in the hope that things are going to return yeah. to where they were, yeah. you know. Um, and so the other thing I was going to say about the arts market this weekend and the farmers market is that these farmers and these artists make our community great. And if we can patronize these local makers and these local farmers, we're also helping them. We're helping ourselves, but yeah. but we're also helping them. And so uh, visit visit the Saturday from eight a.m. to noon on Main Street. Yeah, definitely. Um, you, you mentioned some of the resources, and I'll get you to do that again. But uh, what are some ways that you know someone can reach out for help through Creative Relief? So if you are looking to if you, if you are in an emergency situation and you're looking for help, you can go to our website um, because we have an ever expanding list of uh, resources like the gas app and, mm-hmm. and those kinds of things, but also funding. So we know right now that uh, Surf Plus has funding. We have Louisiana Project Grants, um, which is currently open and uh, we'll be accepting uh, applications. Uh, you know, if you if you find yourself, if you were planning to file for that grant, you know, file an application and now you're without power and you're going to be a few days late, don't worry about it. Still submit it. Mm-hmm. Okay, we will we will consider it. Um, as we get other information, if you look on our website, you'll see the North Shore Community Foundation website. We also the Baton Rouge Area Foundation. Those are places where you can ask for funding. Um, we also have some national, like we said, Surf Plus certainly is a place where you can get that. Uh, the Jazz Foundation of America is a great resource. And then we're working with the Louisiana Division of the Arts, which is an arm of the Lieutenant Governor's Office, on obtaining opportunities for funding as well. And that'll be in the coming weeks, hopefully, to help people rebuild um, maybe studios that have been damaged or um you know, a, a performance season mm-hmm. that may be delayed. Um, so go to the website because we are constantly pushing it forward. I think that there are also other grants through the Workforce Commission. They're not necessarily arts grants, but they may be grants that are available to you as a nonprofit. And um, they might be in a place that you you may not consider. Right. Um, there's the, the Adolph and Esther Gottlieb Emergency Grant Look into that one. Um, sorry, certainly the Hero Initiative, the Musicians Foundation, Carnegie Fund for Authors. Depending on what kind of art that you do, there's some very specific ones as well. Mm-hmm. So um, be sure and look at those. And those those are ongoing, right? So it's not if you don't get to it next week, it will be there. Right. And that's the great thing about those is that you you know if if you have more some other things to really be focused on right now. They'll be there, like you said, next week. Right. And then, you know, keep listening to our AC23 because um, as we get updates, yeah. I know, Dion, that you're you're going to announce them at the top of the show. And so um, keep in touch with us for that. Yeah, definitely. Um, Renee, any, any final words, anything else you want anyone listening to know? I guess all I want to say is um, I'm so grateful to live in a community that is so culturally rich. Um, And we uh, at the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge have the privilege of preserving that culture and supporting it. And so however we can do that, we are here to help. Um, Creative relief is definitely something that's front of mind for us right now because we want all of you to be safe. 
to be healthy and to continue to do the great work that you do in our state. Yeah, definitely. And I'm I'm so excited to be part of the team to to help that happen. Uh, Renee Chatelaine, thank you so much. Um, you know, I see you every day. So, <laughs> but, but it's a treat to see you in this uh, aspect of things. So thanks again for 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 this and uh, all the work that um, your your leadership and all the work we're doing for Creative Relief. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh, you know, our recovery starts, as Renee said, with us being able to do the things that give us some normalcy. And she did mention about the arts market, and I'll say it again, which it is open this Saturday in conjunction with the weekly Red Stick Farmers Market. And you'll have a chance to get groceries and fresh fruits and vegetables if you are unable to go to a grocery store, if your local grocery store uh, doesn't have power yet and is not reopened. And you'll also have a chance to check out original, quality, handmade goods from regional artists and craftsmen. The Baton Rouge Arts Market is Saturday from 8 a.m. to noon at 5th and Main Streets in downtown Baton Rouge. There is now just a little more time to get in your application for Louisiana Project Grants. Visit artsbr.org grants for more information, including a recorded grant workshop. Potential applicants can t- contact Leah Russell at 225 344 8558 extension 227 or you can email her at l russell that's l r u s s e l l at artsbr.org the application period closes at midnight on september 5th the arts council of greater baton rouge presents art flow junior a juried art competition celebrating the creative voices of today's young louisiana artists during the ebb and flow festival season This year's theme, rooted in ebb and flow's ties to the Mississippi River and Delta region, is Art Making Waves. Selected works will be displayed through September 30th at the River Center Branch Library. This is sponsored in part by the Lynx Baton Rouge Chapter and New Schools for Baton Rouge. The Cary Sarage Community Arts Center will unveil its debut exhibition, Members Only. Members Only will celebrate our visual artist members and the inspiration they bring to the Arts Council's 11 Parish region, The exhibition runs September 9th through October 21st in the Shell Gallery on the first floor of the Cary Sarage Community Arts Center. The address is 233 St. Ferdinand Street. And thank you for listening to AC23. I'm your host, Dion Guillory. Until next time.